Well, mamas, today I have another special guest on the podcast. I know two interviews in two weeks, but I'm so excited to have Ashley on the podcast with me today. She is a homeschooling mum of four beautiful girls, and she lives in North Carolina in the US. Her and her husband are pastors of a church, and we just hit it off so well. And I'm so excited for what she's going to bring to you today. I know you're going to get so much out of what Ashley has to say to you and when she's not chasing around toddlers uh, you can find her writing and we talk about her book and everything she has a beautiful podcast called the purpose of motherhood and she also is a minister to women and in particular has a heart for mums so I know you are going to get so much out of today's episode we dive deep into lies that women believe and how you can fight back on the enemy's schemes. So I'm so excited for everything that Ashley is going to bring today. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Wholesome Mama Show. I'm Elise and I'm on a mission to help women break free of feeling stuck in survival mode and enjoy motherhood again, even through the tough seasons. When I became a new mum, I felt lost, confused and didn't know my calling beyond motherhood or even if I had one. The last few years have been a journey of finding myself again, becoming well from the inside out and figuring out how to enjoy this time with my little ones. John 10.10 says that we are called to a full abundant life and I know that that includes us mothers. Join me here for conversations around living with intention, simplifying our homes, holistic health, including quitting the tox, how to really walk in faith in today's world, conscious parenting and marriage, and so much more. So mama, if you've been finding life stressful and overwhelming lately, I'm here for you and I'm so glad that you are here too. Let's take a moment, grab a cup of tea or a glass of bubbles, and let's get into today's episode. All right, Mama, summer is coming and this episode is brought to you by my personal favorite, the Holy Grail product that is helping me get ready for summer. It's truly liquid gold. One tablespoon each morning is helping me inhibit fat storage, shrink fat cells, develop lean muscles, support my metabolism, restore youthful glowing skin, support joint and muscle fitness, connective tissue health, support healthy hair, nails, gums, and eyes. It has zero sugars, plus there's five flavors to choose from. And one of them is like chocolate pudding. Add to a sensible diet along with moving your body for best results. You can either take it alone or add even more gut supporting products to supercharge it. Click the link in the show notes for product details and use the promo code for a discount. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for coming on the Wholesome Mama Show. Before we get into the goodness that you have to share with us today, would you mind just sharing a little bit about you, where you're from, who's in your family? Yeah, thanks for having me. This is so much fun. So I am Ashley Caston. I am a homeschooling mom to four little girls. Um, my husband and I are pastors at our church, and we live in Raleigh, North Carolina in the U.S., and I have a ministry for moms called the purpose of motherhood. And when I'm not either chasing my toddlers or sneaking snacks in the kitchen behind the closed door. So my kids don't ask for some, you know, how that is. Um, I am either writing or podcasting 
or just pouring into weary mamas. That is definitely my heart. So good. So you have a really big passion about helping women, particularly mothers, to step into their true identity in Christ and their calling in Christ. And a big thing of that is overcoming mum guilt, but especially overcoming the lies that the enemy tries to keep us trapped in. So can you just share with us, why does the enemy try so hard to deceive mums about their worth and about their purpose? Yeah, this was kind of a total um, pivotal, pivotal moment for me when I realized just kind of what the enemy is doing behind the scenes, you know, with moms, specifically moms. Um, I just was praying about it one day and I really felt like the Lord just started to kind of reveal to me that um, the schemes of the enemy to keep us in this place of um, fear or insecurity or where we feel like we have no worth. And I'm thinking like, why, why is this such a big thing? And it's like the Lord just gave me this picture of really what motherhood means and the, the weight that we carry, but the um, responsibility that we carry. I mean, the honor that we carry really. And the enemy knows that if he can pull our head away from the home, if he can just turn our attention away from the home, that he can get his hands in on the next generation. So he's not just affecting us, he's affecting our children and our children's children and so on. So if he can get us in a place of believing that we're not worthy enough or that, you know, we're failing miserably as a mom or all the different lies that we believe, if he can start to make us kind of feel disgruntled towards motherhood and get us to kind of you know, turn our heads away from it and go, I'm just not cut out for this. I need to, you know, I need to go find something else that I'm good at. Then he can get his hands in there and influence that next generation. And so I realized that, yeah, this is a really big deal. And no wonder he works so hard at that to pull moms away from the home because he wants that power and he wants to have influence. He's always going to be trying to get influence where he can. I mean, he knows what his ending is, right? He knows what's happening in the end. And so until then, he is constantly out to uh, kill, steal, steal and destroy. So we just have to be aware of that as moms, I think, not fearful of it, but just really aware of it. Yeah. And the weight that comes, because I think, as you said, he knows that the home and the family unit is so precious to God. So all he wants to do is mm-hmm. try and destroy that and yeah, get a get his foot in that. So what were some of the li- lies? Were there any lies that you found yourself trapped in in your early days of motherhood? Yeah, there were a lot. The biggest thing for me probably was the fear that I stayed trapped in. I had a ton of fear as a first time mom. I know we can often carry the fears around um, just from never having a child before, right? So there's the normal things of, you know, are they still breathing at night? And you're putting your hand on them and all of that. But I really felt, found myself in just a lot of anxiety and over worrying. I became like a germaphobe and I constantly was like, oh, is, are my kids going to get sick? Because my first child, had some like minor health things. It wasn't anything major, but she was just going through some food sensitivities and all this stuff. And so she was getting sick constantly. 
So then it became this, um, you know, effort to keep her healthy and to keep her from getting sick. And it turned me into this germaphobe. And here's what I believed that I think a lot of us moms believe. And so I've become passionate about dismantling this because we all say it. We tell ourselves that this is just normal, right? It's just some, it's just normal for some people to be a germaphobe. It's normal for some people to uh, deal with depression. It's normal for some people to uh, deal with loneliness. I mean, whatever you want to put in the blank there, we tell ourselves that it's normal. And so I told myself that living in fear was normal and that, um, you know, I just was the germaphobe mom and that's just how it was going to be. And, you know, or the helicopter mom, and that's just who I was. But what happened is this started influencing so many different areas of my life, not just motherhood, but what I was able to do for the kingdom, right? Like any kind of ministry that I would have stepped out in. I mean, everything was limited by this fear that just kept growing. And it wasn't until I was 30 years old and I had had my uh, first baby when I was 25. So this is five years later. Uh, There was a woman at our church at the time that really kind of taught me what it meant to take these things to the Lord, take these burdens to the Lord and, and completely get rid of them and replace those lies, those things that we carry, those burdens that we carry, replace them with what he has for us. She was the first person that told me it was not normal to walk with that. No one else had ever told me that it wasn't normal. You know, it just, everyone else kind of was like, oh yeah, well, you know, I get it. Uh, But she was the first one that said, oh, that's not right. Like you shouldn't be carrying that. And it just hit me that, okay, God doesn't call us camels, right? He calls us his sheep. So why do we walk around carrying these things like we're supposed to? We're not created to carry those burdens. And so when I realized that, and in that conversation with her, I just started to, um, I just started to want to get rid of everything. I'm like, well, wait a second. Like if we're supposed to walk like Jesus, and if he conquered all of this on the cross, if his blood is truly enough, then why am I still walking around like a slave, you know, with these chains on my arms and on my uh, feet? So I started dismantling all those lies. I started going back to the roots of things of where this, you know, fear was coming from, allowing Jesus to come in and heal those places, allowing him to take that off of me um, and truly free me of it. I mean, for the first time in my life, I didn't have anxiety or not in my life, but the first time in motherhood, I didn't have that anxiety anymore. Um, And as soon as that happened, it's like, as soon as one thing happened, it was like a domino effect, you know, like I had another fear of mine, which this started um, in childhood. This wasn't even related to motherhood, but I had a fear of public speaking because I had gotten made fun of in middle school. And because of that one event, here I am at 30 years old saying, Oh, I'll never speak in front of people. That's just not who I am. I just, I don't do that. Well, now fast forward, you know, uh, six, my 36, I forget how old I am all the time. (laughs) Six ish years later, six. Um, and I just spoke at our church, um, on mother's day and it was in front of like 500 people. And that's no credit to me at all, but that's all the credit to him because I realized that Hey, actually he designed me to do that. That's actually a a passion that he's given to me, you know, to speak to mothers. And I let fear run the show for so long and I let it keep me from walking into my full potential and my full 
purposed. And so when I learned to say like, I've had enough, like I am not going to carry around these burdens and I'm not going to stay trapped in these lies. All of a sudden it's like just so many doors open up. It's like the Lord um, just was putting his hand of favor upon me. Right. And just strengthening me and teaching me and calling me deeper. And I was able to, because I wasn't carrying all that. So that's what we got to understand as moms, that all of these lies that we're believing about ourselves are just that their lives. Uh, the enemy speaks the language of lies. He literally can't speak anything else. And so he will constantly whisper those things in our ear. And if we don't become aware of them and start reversing them, um, we will live lives trapped and um, unable to really do what the Lord's called us to. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think that's yeah, a lot of women, particularly new mums, find themselves in that place of being caught up in the fear and in those lies and feeling trapped so what are some Mm -hmm. of the when you are um, helping other women through this what are some of the most common lies that you find mums believe about themselves Mm -hmm. that's a good question so the first one that when I was thinking about this the first one that came to mind I think we all have said at one point or another is that I'm not good enough or I'm not equipped for this, something along those lines. It's usually on the day when all of your kids are melting down and you show up to church and the kids don't have shoes on, right? And then, you know, they get kicked out of nursery class because they bit somebody (laughs) or you lose it on your kids because you're frustrated and the house is a mess. It's on days like that, that we lay in bed at night and we go, I'm a failure, right? I'm not good enough. I messed up today. My kids are going to be ruined because of me. All I do is yell or um, I'm just, you know, I'm not like those other moms. They have everything put together and I'm always a mess. When we start to entertain those lies, I mean, we really, they become truth to us. We, we believe that is who I am. I am not good enough and not equipped. That's probably the biggest one that we tell ourselves. And really the truth in that or the opposite of that, the truth of that would be realizing that we aren't enough because he is enough. And that is how it's supposed to be. If we were enough, we would have no need for Jesus. And so the Lord knows us. He knows our weaknesses. He knows that we don't have it all together, that we don't have all the answers. And he still chose to give us children. (laughs) Some days we don't know why, right? (laughs) Thinking, How in the world could you have trusted me with these kids? But he knows better than us. And so our job is not to be perfect at all, but our job is to have a heart that's submitted to him. You do not have to be equipped or to be as this perfect Pinterest mom with all of your ducks in a row, you just have to be a mom that is willing to submit her heart to the Lord and walk in his ways and daily repent, you know, and, and come back to him and say, I've messed up, but I'm willing to stand up again today and do the best that I can. That's what we're called to do as moms. And to give that example to our children, because it's important for them to see that too, that we're not chasing after perfection perfection. We're chasing after Jesus. So when you start to hear that lie of I'm not good enough, or I'm, I'm I'm not equipped, remember whose you are and who he is for you. And the second one 
is that, and this is going back to what I was sharing, is that this burden is normal. So let me speak to some of you moms specifically that are maybe dealing with depression or loneliness or anxiety or fear. And let me be the one to tell you, just like someone told me, that is not normal. You do not have to walk around with those burdens. That is not how God created you. That is not what he wants for you. This might be society's version of normal. They might tell you, oh, well, some moms just experience, you know, the depression. Some moms just, you know, deal with anxiety. That is nowhere can you find that in God's word. If you want to know truth, go to God's word. If it doesn't say it there, it is not truth. You do not have to believe it. And so when we realize that all of these burdens that we have are not ours to carry, all of a sudden we have this newfound freedom and we are able to shed those things off our back and give them over to Jesus and have them, have him replace those things um, within us. And so what I like to do for this, like if you are a mom that's dealing with um, depression or with fear, I like to go and just sit with the Lord in quiet, just turn on some worship music and sit with him and just say, okay, Lord, where is this depression coming from? Where is this fear coming from? I know this is the enemy. I know this isn't from you. So show me where the root of this is. And he has done that so many times with me. I mean, it could be something as little as me snapping at my husband over something, right? Like acting ugly and all of a sudden realizing, oh, like that's, that's not okay. I shouldn't be carrying that, whatever that is in there. And so I'll stop and, you know, find some quiet time and go, okay, Lord, like, why am I snapping about this? Why do I, where is this coming from? And it might be either unforgiveness that I'm holding against him, or it could be a hurt that I have, or maybe something from childhood that I grew up thinking was normal, whatever. Uh, but when he shows us that root, well, then we can let him come in there and heal that part. Okay. Maybe we need to forgive somebody. Maybe we need to, um, you know, receive deep healing for trauma, maybe that happened in our lives. But if we keep those places closed off, it's like, a, if you think of like a tree with like the rings, you know, and there's rings for every year that the tree ages. If we have wounds down on those kind of inner rings, if you think of it, like, you know, throughout our life if we have wounds there, it, we're just going to keep circling around it, right? They don't disappear. They just stay deep within there. And you've got to let Jesus come to those places and uh, reveal things and sharpen things and bring you to a place of true freedom. And then he always has something for you. This is the great thing about, um, about God is that he doesn't want those places empty. He wants to fill them. And so the second part of that is saying, okay, God, what do you have in place? What do you have for me in place of fear? What do you have in place of loneliness, anxiety? And that right there is so powerful. Just letting the Lord speak those truths over you saying, you know, I have, I have joy for you, whatever it is that he shows you um, and letting that flood that place in your heart. Uh, that really is, I have found so, so powerful. And then the third lie that I want to talk about is this, that no other mom feels this way or does this, something similar to, you know, uh, to that effect. So no other mom would ever do this to her children. No other mom has ever felt lonely. So why do you think the enemy would want to make us feel isolated or want, or want us to be isolated? 
I like to think of it this way. If you think of a group of sheep, right? There's a hungry wolf and there's this group of sheep. Who is going to be the most vulnerable sheep? Is it going to be one of them in the pack or is it going to be the one straight off to the side? And we all know it's the one that's off to the side. So if the enemy can pull us away from that network of people who speak truth to you and love um, and who build you up and bring you back to the word of God, if he can pull you away and make you feel like you can't tell anyone about this because nobody else deals with this. Don't, don't show your sin. They'll kick you out of church or, you know, no, mom mom feels this way. You're just crazy. So if you tell someone else about this, they're going to judge you. Well, then we kind of isolate ourselves. And what can he do then? He can drive that lie in deeper because we are all alone now. There's no one pointing us back to the truth. So that's the worst thing that we can do is to think, nobody else does this. Nobody else has ever thought this. So if I tell someone about it, they're going to judge me. They're not going to understand me. So if you can get around other moms and other women who have have just a strong, steadfast faith in the Lord and who you know are constantly looking back towards him, those are the, the those are my what I call heart friends in my life. The people that I know I can go to with anything and it's not going to change our relationship. Um, the ones that are going to speak truth to me, even if it hurts a little. Um, but the, those are the people that I go to with this, these kinds of things. And that's crucial for us, especially in motherhood, because if we only surround ourselves with our children, we will start to feel very isolated and discouraged. You've got to get connected with a good group of um, just women of faith. Uh, maybe even moms who are older than you and have kids that are older. Those are my favorite ones because they can show you what's coming, right? And say, just hang on, it'll be okay. <laughs> um, but don't be isolated. And I think that's it. Those were the three that I wanted to cover. Yeah, no, having a good support network and, you know, there's that saying, it takes a village. But having mm. that good support network of women who are in the faith and who can rally around you because as you said, those lies come in and the first time it might be like, oh no, that's that's a lie, that's a lie. But as it keeps coming and coming and coming, that's when you start to, or maybe it is true or maybe, oh, oh, is it, is it? And instead of you start, at first you defend it and then you start to accept it. And then it does become truth. So I love what you said about replacing the lie with the truth, not just going, oh, well, that's a lie, but actually going, well, that's a lie because the word of God says this. So I'm going to stand on that and declare that. Um, So, so important. So how can we, you've touched on it a bit, but how else can we fight off the enemy's schemes and stand firm in truth? Yeah. So exactly what you were just talking about, going back to the word and renewing our mind in his word, um, getting back to those uh, truths in scripture and finding out, Hey, what God, what does God say about me? What does he believe about me? And if he doesn't want me to fear, like, how do I know that? We'll start looking up verses on that, whatever it is you're dealing with, just start. I mean, that's a great way to start Google search (laughs) Bible verses. I mean, cause it's that simple, really just If you're looking for a place to start, get on Google and say Bible verses about joy, Bible verses about fear, whatever, whatever topic you're looking for, and just start 
there. Start getting those basic scriptures in your heart. It's kind of like tools in your tool belt, right? Or weapons, I should say, not even tools, weapons in your um, you know, attached to you that you can use against the enemy. And then you can start going deeper from there and doing word studies or whatever, you know, but just don't make it complicated in the beginning. Like if you are in need of truth and you're going, I don't even know what the Lord says about this. Just get some basic scriptures to cling to, because those are going to be uh, vital for you. And then just erase any ungodly beliefs. Um, so these would be any beliefs about yourself or about God that aren't true. Like God doesn't care about me or um, I'm not worthy enough to receive forgiveness. I, um, no one could ever love me. Any kind of thoughts like that, that are completely off from who God is and who he says you are. Um, when we start to identify those, then you go back and replace it with the truth of that. So if you are, if you believe that God is angry at you, maybe because of things that you've done, or because you think you're not a good enough mom, or you think that, um, Maybe God is letting you down and that he's not giving you what you need to be able to parent your kids. Any kind of thoughts like that, that come, those are ungodly beliefs. And if left untreated, they will completely uh, wreck the way that you view God, that you interact with God. Like you'll go to pray to him and you'll have this kind of wedge between you and him. You can't figure out why people say that they love, you know, praying and you just, you know, sit there for five minutes or like, Oh, this is awful. Well, when you're not able to interact with his heart, um, because of those ungodly beliefs, it's like that kind of wall between you and God. And so identifying those ungodly beliefs saying, what do I really think about God? And what do I really think that he thinks of me? Um, and starting to tackle those and write, I mean, I would say, write it down, write down your truth on a piece of paper and stick it to the mirror and start daily saying, I am loved by a great God. I, you know, he takes pleasure in me. He enjoys me. He is proud of me. Things like that. Post it on your mirror and start declaring it daily so that those lies can start to just completely unravel. And when that happens, you will watch this whole world of intimacy with the father just completely explode before your eyes. It'll be like that, what I like to call the heart collide moment, where there is nothing between you and him and your hearts just collide. And that is truly, truly healing. Yeah, I love that. And remembering too, that he is so gracious, that he's not upset with you for believing a lie or like all he wants is for you to come to him and say, you know what, I need you to replace this with your truth and I need you to take this burden and I can't carry it and I'm not enough, but you're enough. So I trust you because I can't do it in my own strength. <laughs> right, right. Can you just quickly share with us? I know you have written a book. This is kind of changing gears for a second, but You've written a book. Can you just tell us a little bit about that, who it's for, and what really brought you to write this book? Yeah. So the book is called Lessons I Found in the Laundry Basket, and it's actually what we are talking about tonight. It's a book on how to just lose the dirt and find joy and purpose in motherhood. And this came about after I went through those battles in motherhood of just you know, believing lies and feeling like I wasn't enough. 
um, going through all the things like we talked about tonight, you know, or comparing myself to other moms, feeling lonely, um, you know, just feeling the mom guilt that we all feel those things that kind of connect us all that we go, gosh, does anyone else deal with this? I wanted to talk about those things and bring truth to them. So that's exactly what this book's this book does. It's written for the mom who is in the thick of things, who has little ones hanging off her, you know, arms. I like to say that I have, you know, kids hanging off me like diamonds, right? Like they are my jewelry. There's there's someone constantly on me hanging on my neck or something. Um so it's written for that mom that just says, I feel kind of alone in this. Is anyone else out there that feels this way too? Um and it's written like a kind of devotional style and it's Every chapter is a very short chapter. So it's a quick, easy read for the mom that is really busy. Um, and it just covers topics like that mommy guilt and loneliness and all that and brings you um, <clears throat> all the way through to the truth of, you know, who God says you are and kind of what your purpose is as a mom. So that's called Lessons I Found in the Laundry Basket, and that's available on Amazon. Beautiful. And I will add a link. Uh, in the show notes of this episode uh, for people who want to people women who are sitting here going this is me they are talking about me uh, <laughs> they can hop on and get it so thank you so much before we go would you is there anything else that you wanted to encourage mums with or just um you know I would just say that uh, the biggest piece of advice that I got as a mom was to start my day off with the Lord. And so for moms that feel overwhelmed, that's usually my first piece of advice too, when they're saying like, I'm just overwhelmed every day, make sure that you are getting your time with the Lord in the morning, because you cannot start a day pouring into other people. If you yourself are empty, go to the father, get filled up from him first thing in the morning. You know, even if it's five minutes, it doesn't have to be for two hours, but even if it's five minutes, just go let him fill you up so that then when you go to pour into those little hearts that he's entrusted you with and pour into your husband and all the other people that need you, you're not running on empty. It makes all the difference. Yes. I love that. I love that. I think even just, yeah, taking five minutes to read a verse, speak that over your day. And even if you have written out those truths that you are combating against the light to speak that out over your day in the beginning and just sit and let him fill you before you yes. go and do all the million things that us mums do. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> so can you just let everyone know, I'm sure that after listening to this conversation, everyone's going to want more of you. Can you just let everyone know where they can find you? Yes, definitely. I am on Instagram at the purpose of motherhood. I also have a website. It's www.thepurposeofmotherhood.com. And I'm also on Facebook and that's Ashley Caston. It's Ashley with two E's. We all have the double E's in our family. I'm married to Lee and we have Paisley, Tenley, Adley, and Finley. So <laughs> you won't forget it. <laughs> keep, keep the tradition going. That's right. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Ashley. This has been such a good conversation I know that it's almost like a weight is going to be taken off women who are listening to this who have needed and this is such a needed conversation to have of overcoming the lies and speaking out God's truth over your life so 
Thank you so much. It's been a Thank pleasure. you. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Wholesome Mama Show. I pray that you're blessed by this conversation. And if you did get something out of today's episode, I would love for you to take a moment, leave a review, subscribe, and even share this episode on your socials. And please don't forget to tag me at Wholesome Mama. And also, did you know that we have a community that is fully based around conversations happening in this podcast? Search on Facebook, The Wholesome Mama Community, and I will see you in there. Let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive.